This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Hey, hey, kicking lifers out there. How are you? Happy, happy new year to you. Holy smokes, 2018. Take a second for that to set in, right? Man, oh man. I was just talking to producer Andrew about Y2K. Seems like just the other day, right? That was a rhyme. Wasn't meant to be one, but it was. There you go. Wake it up. Y2K. Yeah, this the other day. Anyway, Andrew got a smile and laugh out of that. Good stuff. But uh, yeah, 18 years ago was Y2K. Think about that for a minute. Unbelievable. Um, talking to somebody at the studio the other day about that. And, you know, of course, the world was going to come to an end, right? 1999, transferring over to 2000. Oh, my gosh. Buy up all your water. Buy up all this and that and everything else. Yeah, take a second to kind of reflect on that. My goodness. That was 18 years ago, folks. Bang! I know. Is that, that's, is that not a right hook of reality? Unbelievable. But it is what it is. So... Back to the present, right? Not back to the future. Back to the present. Happy, happy new year. Yeah, 2018. So what are you going to do with this new year? You got like a fresh slate, a full 365. Or actually, when you're listening to this now, you're, <laughs> you might be under 360. But that's okay. That's still 360 plus days to go. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? I don't know. I've got a lot of plans. i got a lot of things going on here. But the biggest thing we've got to do, all of us have got to do this, regardless how big or how short our New Year's resolutions or plans list, goals list, is we've got to take action. That's it, folks. You've got to take action. Actionable steps. You know. And here's the thing, and I hear this all the time. Matter of fact, you know what? I say this to myself quite often. I just want to smack the snot out of myself because I'm like, hey, I'm telling everybody else this, but I need to hear it the most. Right. Well, a lot of times I need to turn my own ears forward and listen to what I'm talking about. And that is those small daily actionable steps create more actionable steps. Right. Little bitty things. Now, unfortunately, what happens and this is, you know, everybody does this. It's unfortunate, but this is what happens. You gung ho. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. And we overdo it, especially us men like going to the gym. We kill ourselves that first week of the new year. We go like we were going years ago. And what happens? We burn ourselves out. And then nothing. Small little steps. Small little steps. And, you know, last week or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, we had Professor Brandon Beliso on the podcast. And I'm, he's uh, got a short little segment again today. I can't wait for you guys to hear this one. This is good. He's always got great information. But uh, he was talking about focus on today, the gift that we have today, the present we have today. You know, living in the past, that can be depressing. Living in the future, that can cause anxiety, right? Because we're anxious about what's going on. But all we have right here, right now, is the present. Live in that present. Utilize that gift that we've been giving 
And, and, and that's all that there is, right? Right here, right now. Because we can't fix what happened in the past. We can learn from it, absolutely. And I'm learning from the past every single day. And something you maybe can relate, with it, relate to this, I get caught up sometimes on making sure I don't make some of the mistakes in the past, but I focus so much on that, I oftentimes forget to move forward. I know as crazy as that sounds, but that's just part of being a human, right? That's part of wanting to be a better person. And that's great. And I always try and be a better person. And you hear me talk all the time about the only person you should ever, 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 ever be in competition with is yourself and that self that was yesterday. Be a better person than the person you were yesterday and do the best you can today. And then tomorrow, try and you know up that one a little bit. Be a better person tomorrow than you were today. All right. So without further ado, I'm going to get uh, Professor Brandon Beliso on the call here. And those folks, if you haven't checked out Professor Beliso, not only is he a close friend, he's a personal mentor, business mentor, but man, he's got so many great things going. And his whole slogan is about, you know, you get out there and live your best possible life. And that's kind of where I picked up my, you do your best, you become your best. It was a little bit of spinoff on, uh, on what he has there. Now he's humble. He said he probably picked that up from somebody else, but his whole mission and purpose, and that's why we connect so well, is all about giving the tools, helping others to not only believe in themselves, but take those risks, take those chances, and then he delivers the, the right hook reality that I do. His, his is a little more, oh, I don't know, eloquent maybe. Sometimes I'm a bit of a hard hitter, but uh, <laughs> he gets the message across in a little bit of a more elegant way, but you know you've been hit by it. But the biggest thing is you've been hit with a, uh, a handful of helpfulness, if that makes any sense. Anyway, without further ado, Professor Brandon Beliso, take it away, sir. Hey, Rich. It's Brandon Beliso here, and it's a real honor to be with you on today's uh, podcast. I say this all the time. It's a cliche. We've heard it before. It's your space. It's your race. And fundamentally, what that means to me, this is my life. Nobody can tell me how to live my life. I'm the one that's got to make the choices. I'm the one that has to be the action taker. I'm the one that's got to execute and follow through. So why would I let somebody else tell me what to do with my life? Well, because simply, I believe many of us, including myself, are afraid to take that accountability, to be responsible, because when you do, what comes from that? Anybody know what comes from that? I can fail. And if I fail, what can happen with that? I have nobody to blame but myself. We've all heard that cliche too. So it's really about being confident in yourself, knowing thyself so well that you recognize Mistakes are simply part of the learning process. And anybody that's extremely successful will tell you they have made a million mistakes along the way. Mistakes aren't that big of a deal. Mistakes are simply part of the process of life, of being human, of learning, of growing, of getting to that next level, that higher level of consciousness. And I welcome mistakes. What I don't welcome is the insanity of making the same mistake over and over and over, expecting different results. And that's what I think causes us a lot of pain and suffering is when we, we, we constantly make that same mistake over and over, waiting for things and the outcome to be different. It never will. But it's okay to make new mistakes every day because mistakes are simply part of the learning process. And to live in the fear and being paralyzed with, well, I don't want to make mistakes. I don't want to fail because then I have nobody to blame but myself. Well, we don't have to do that if I could say, well, you told me to do that. Well, I'm just simply doing what, you know, my parents said to do. I'm simply following in my father's footsteps. If we could do all those nice, safe, and complacent things, then we never have to take a risk. We never have to take a chance. And even worse, 
we are never accountable for our own life. So that 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 has been, you know, I think very instrumental for me in really recognizing the key to innovation, the key to being a disruptor is is to simply being able to take chances, take calculated risks, to think outside of the box. Better yet, there is no box. There is no box. There's just the unlimited potential of what and who we could be if we simply stop living from somebody else's expectations of who we should be. But that takes a lot of courage, right? People will, will disapprove of you. People will be mad at you. Um, people will say, hey, you're not the person I, 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 that you used to be. Well, I'm always growing. I'm always changing. I'm always becoming a better version of me. So I don't want to be the same person I was a year ago. You feel me? So I think that's really, really important when I say it's your space, it's your race. It's just that. Be to the sound of your own drum. But are you? do you have the courage to do that? Are you willing to get out there, make mistakes, and live your life without excuses, without living up to anyone's expectations but your own? That takes great courage. That takes a lot of courage. And how do I define courage? Is recognizing I am afraid, but I don't allow that fear to stop me. Yes, on a human level, am I afraid people won't approve of me if I make certain choices and behave a certain way? Absolutely. I'm not callous. It's not that I don't care what people think. I just have to be mindful that their mindset is not mine. I'm not responsible for their life, nor are they responsible for mine. And that's very important because then I move out of being that victim. And that victim mindset, I think, is is definitely definitely paralyzes anybody from ever being happy or being successful. As long as I can be the victim, then I can always point a finger at somebody and blame them. But what I need to realize is when I point one finger at you, I have three pointed back at me, and it's those three fingers I must own. Can you see that image? I'm pointing one finger at you, I have three pointed back at me. So I'm either the victim or I'm the victor. And I want to be the victor because I don't care how you slice or dice it. There are winners in life and there are losers. And losers, by definition, might not be the best word, but there is. There's the gold medalist and everybody else loses. Who cares about silver or bronze? So if we're okay with that process too, and that you can't win all the time, and that losing is part of winning, then be cool with it. That again opens up that opportunity for you to run the type of race that is your race and nobody else's. Cool? And I want to say this is Brandon Beliso. Thanks a lot for having me, Rich. Until we talk again, you go out there and please live your best life. Wow. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh. Did I say man, oh, man, oh? Professor, thank you so very much. I know you're extremely busy with everything you've got going on. Not only a father and a husband, two extremely successful martial arts studios. You've got uh, It's it's Time Live, which is a uh, thing about it's time to do your best to take things to the next level. And he's also got a book out, so he's a published author, soon to be best selling author. Live, Learn, and Grow Lessons of a Reluctant Tiger is his uh, wonderful book that I've read a couple times. Folks, check that baby out. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's available on Amazon. It's also, he did the recorded version, so it's on Audible as well. And I, I think there's nothing better than when an author. Uh, reads his own book and puts it on Audible because they can really emphasize the points that are you know mean something to them. And uh, wow, good stuff. Well, Professor, thank you so very much. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. And man, oh man, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon, sir. Thank you for your time, folks. Wow. And, and just to kind of recap, the biggest thing I got out of that was it's your space. It's your place. And that's all we have is right here, right now. But it's you. You, 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 you. 
You know, I read something once and it said something about when writing the story of your life, make sure you're the only one that holds the pen. In other words, don't let somebody else write the story of your life. You hold the pen. You write the story because it's your life. Or as Professor Blisa said, it's your place. It's your space. And, you know, all of us have that fear of making mistakes. We do. I mean, it would, nobody wants to make a mistake. Why? You know, public scrutiny. You, you feel like an idiot when you make a mistake, right? Yeah, you're like, oh, man. And, of course, we beat ourselves up, which oftentimes I do a far worse job of beating myself up than anybody else could possibly do. Why? I want to be a better person. I strive for excellence. I strive to be my very, very best. And so, so a lot of times, and folks, if you're out there like me, you, you beat yourself up way, way too much. Matter of fact, I just had a conversation this this morning with my wife, and uh, I, I guess I'll well, she, I tell you, and I told you this before. She's been my my cornerstone. She's my pillar. She truly is. She gives me the right left and uh, right left hook of reality, a round kick to the head, uh, uppercut, whatever you want to call it. She straightens me out, and she does it in such a good way that, um, and of course, I, I can be offense, take offense to it, and say, oh, whatever. I could do that. And part of me still wants to say that, (laughs) I'll be honest. But the other part is, look, my mission and purpose is to be the very best I can be, to bring the very best content to my listeners on this podcast, the Kickin' Life podcast, uh, my followers on Facebook, social media, when I go out and give speeches, and as soon as I get this book done on my book tours, and then, of course, all the family and friends that come to the Martial Arts Academy, I want to be the best I can. So I'm always trying to absorb as much, I don't want to say criticism, but just... Um, we call it, there you go, I'm switching gears on you here, but constructive structuring is what I've kind of changed that to. So we, I don't like constructive criticism when I'm trying to help somebody become better because it's still got the criticism in there. And that really kind of hurts a little bit. So how about constructive structuring? And that's how I try and take it too. When someone maybe says something that I know I need to hear but don't want to hear, constructive structuring, structuring me or structuring them to be a better person. So anyway, nobody likes to make mistakes. But that's the only way you learn, right? Yeah. You know, he with few failures is he who hasn't lived. I mean, if you haven't made mistakes, you haven't done much. You've been comfortable, complacent, which I guess is okay, but you're never going to live the life you were born to live. You're never going to be the person you were born to be. You're never going to utilize those God-given abilities that own you and only you. You, one out of 7.5 billion, were given. So you got to, you know, get out there, take some risk, make some mistakes, Learn from them and move forward. And, of course, learn from them. That's, that's kind of the key element there, right? If you keep doing the same mistake over and over and over and over and over and over again, you obviously haven't learned from it. And what does Albert Einstein say? You know, making the same mistake over and over and over again, you know, it's, 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 that, that's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. It's not going to happen. If this didn't work, man, go to another door. Go to another door, right? Quit banging away on the same dang door. You've made that mistake. That door is closed for whatever reason. Move on to another one. Easier said than done? Of course it's easier said than done. <laughs> what isn't easier said than done? Everything's easier said than done. But that's how you learn. Make those mistakes. But once again, back to Professor Beliso, it's your uh, place. It's your space. And then he also touched on you know being accountable. Being accountable. If you made the goof up, if you made the mistake, and I've made countless mistakes, errors, extremely poor choices in the past, things that, you know, oh, my gosh, I I obviously wish I never would have done, but they're in the past, okay? And I can't just pull the rug over them, but what I can do is identify with them and say, I'm not going to do that again. 
I'm going to help others so they don't do that. I'm going to help others so they don't repeat those mistakes. I'm going to help others to be a better person so they don't have to go through the pain and anguish that I went through. They don't have to live with that anxiety and that depression. Yeah, those things are real. And you heard me talk about that on a previous episode, which is extremely tough for me to talk about. Matter of fact, it was one of the toughest ones. And I uh, talked to my wife about you know doing that. Actually, she was on the podcast with me when we did it. It was a few episodes ago. You may have to go back on that one. But that was the title, um, Living with Anxiety and Depression. And my whole fear of coming out and saying that I deal with anxiety and depression is was, hey, you're supposed to be the kicking life guru. You're supposed to be the inspirational speaker. You're supposed to be the motivator. You're supposed to be the one to lift us up. How can you do that if you're dealing with this? Well, the truth be told, I feel like I'm right for it simply because I know what it's like to battle through those things. And I've learned how to battle through. I still deal with them, but I've learned a way to handle it. And that is talk about it. It's probably the best way. But biggest thing, helping others, to serve others. And uh, Jim Rome, I, I just read this the other day, and man, was this a right hook of reality. He said, success should be at the service of others, not at the expense of others. Think about that. Uh, listen to that again. Success should be at the service of others. Essentially, what you're doing to serve, what you're doing to help others become their very best, what you're doing to help others from your past mistakes, what you're doing to help others become their very, very best, that's service, success from serving others, not at the expense of others. And of course, that means taking advantage of somebody, getting one over on somebody, you know, making a quick buck here or there, man, selling your soul, so to speak. Yeah. And, and that's something I talk about quite a bit with my instructors because they're young, they're in their 20s, and my gosh, they do a fabulous job. Matter of fact, last night, uh, I was at the Blues game last night with my youngest son, Emmett, which was awesome. I'm glad we got a chance to go. We went and had some sushi before the game, and then we got there, and we had dynamite seats, and uh, the Blues ended up winning 2-1. to one. Great game. Uh, a key moment in the game was it was right by us, too. We were like 12 rows off the ice, uh, right behind the net where the Blues attacked twice. The puck is laying on the goal line, okay, right by the goal post, just laying there. I bet it was laying there a good two to three seconds, and we all see it. We're like, oh, you know, and then Paul Stasny comes and pokes it in, and holy cow, out of all the games I've played in, all the games I've seen and uh, live and on TV, I don't think I've ever seen something like that where the puck is just laying. I mean, it stopped, dead. <laughs> the goalie's you know, down. He thought he thinks he has it covered up. The defenseman's blo- boxing out the forwards coming in, and the puck is just laying there, and Paul Stasny comes and pokes it in, so – Good stuff, good stuff. But it was a, it was it was great. I'm glad I had a chance to go with my little buddy Emmett. He absolutely loved it, and boy, good good times there. And that what reason I told you that one, it just popped in my head. <laughs> Two, it's all about it's something my wife. I kind of started this off five minutes ago. What my wife was talking about today, and that was being happy with what we have right now, being happy with where we're at right now in this space in this place. And my, one of my biggest faults, and then she brought this up today, and that's, that was kind of her right hook this morning, I'm always forward thinking, always thinking about if I get this, then I'll be much happier. If I'm able to you know, get my book out and be a bestseller, then I'll be a happy. If I'm able to get you know, another 200, 300, 400 students at the studio, then I'll be happy. If I'm able to pay this off, then I'll be happy. And that's good. That's good to forward think, to plan for the future. But the problem is I'm neglecting. Everything that Professor Bleasel said a few podcasts ago about living in the present, you know, and the future creates anxiety, the past creates depression, or as he said today, it's your space, it's your place, it's here, it's right now. Got to focus on being happy right now. 
Now, that doesn't mean I get complacent and I kind of set back and say, you know what, it's all good, it's all good, but I need to do a better job of, hey, man, I've got a podcast, it's, it's, it's just growing wildly, I mean, which is awesome. I'm so grateful and thankful and humbled beyond all words. Yeah, I mean, uh, unbelievable. Back, I was talking to somebody the other day about uh, being a kid, and every one of my report cards says, said, Richie talks too much. Richie's a great student. Richie's very well-mannered. Richie's very respectful, but Richie talks too much. <laughs> so I've been told that my whole life, and then now I'm able to you know, realize, hey, God was telling me, yeah, keep talking, be respectful, be disciplined, and uh, be well-mannered. Do what you can to help out others, but keep talking. And that was, uh, um, anyway, so I'm very, so very grateful for that they have the position to do this, and I'm able to go around giving speeches and, and do what I do. But I need to also you know, see where I've come. Every once in a while, turn around. And look back and say, hey, man, I've come a long, long way. I mean, I grew up, uh, and folks that follow me a lot, you know this, I grew up on a farm, and uh, as my, my father was in Vietnam, and so I kind of essentially, my first couple years of life, uh, when he was recovering in the hospital, and then uh, in and out, and, and everything else, was with my mom, and uh, her mom, and her two sisters, so it was me and four women, so <laughs> it was, I don't know, a different, uh, a different upbringing for those first two, three years of life, and then moved to a trailer park, um, that's where, I guess I went, what was it? kindergarten and first grade was actually here in Edwardsville and we lived in a trailer park and then we moved back out to where my grandma lived and we had a farm so essentially on the farm trailer park back to the farm and then kind of growing up as a farm boy baling hay milking cows shoveling horse poo and you know all those different uh, farm skills if you will and dad he was over the road truck driver so he wasn't home very much and his uh, that, that song by Johnny Cash I say this a lot a Boy Named Sue, I always thought that song was pretty much, it could have been A Boy Named Richie, because my dad pretty much said, hey, and in order for us to have the things we're having here, I'm going to have to be gone a lot on the road. And I'm talking about eight, nine years old, he's telling me this. You're going to have to be the man of the house. That means you're going to have to get up in the morning and milk the cow. You're going to have to get up in the morning and, you know, if it's cold outside, break the ice for the horses and cows to drink their water. You know, bale the hay, shovel the horse poo, and just be a man on the farm. And, of course, you know, also be an eight-year-old. <laughs> Right. So anyway, bing, bang, boom, all over the place. But the whole point of that is right here, right now. This is all we got. Stay focused. Be happy with what you've achieved, but then also continue to drive forward. So obviously there's so many, uh, there's 7.5 billion people in the world today. So I'm hopeful all my listeners can relate to this. And I'm hopeful that you get something out of all these messages and you share it with somebody else, right? That gives you success. If you share a good bit of advice or a tip or suggestion to somebody else and they get great value in it and you know that, you know, they come back and you say, hey, man, check out this guy's podcast. Check out this Kick and Life podcast. Man, that, that to me, I've paid it forward to you. You're paying it forward to somebody else. And then somebody else is going to come back to you and say, man, that was, a, that was great. That was inspirational. I'm empowered now. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to continue building that tribe so we can make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live with people believing in themselves, with people realizing it's good to step outside of that comfort zone. It's good to step out of that box. It's good to step out of that proverbial round hole. And, of course, you know those that follow, that's the name of the book, Square Peg Round Hole. Don't try and cram yourself in with everybody else. You were given a gift that nobody else on this planet was given. Live that gift. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's never, ever easy. So anyway, kind of circled back around, but 
the message I, I kind of started off was about my wife telling me to focus on – went to the Blues game last night. Be happy about that. Be happy about that. And then, you know, at the Blues game, I was sharing with her that these uh, uh, these two ladies were sitting next to us, and I had Emmett with me. And and reminder, Emmett's uh, nine years old. He just turned nine in uh, December 1st. And they said, you know, this is what these ladies said to me. I just want to tell you, my gosh, we were just talking. Your son is the most well-mannered, (laughs) well-behaved, they said sweetest kid I think we've ever met. Please and thank you and eye contact and eye focus and uh, hello and dad may I have this please ask and they go I, I just I don't even know what to say is <laughs> they're almost saying is he from another planet and I said my gosh thank you so very much that means the world to me and then I went on and mentioned that we own a martial arts academy and our our specialty is focus on exceptional manners discipline and respect but most importantly is that self confidence to believe in yourself to have good manners, discipline, and respect. I know it kind of all uh, works in together there. So I'm sharing this with Desi. When I got home last night, and I was feeling good about it, and I, of course, mentioned it to Emmett, and I said sweet, and he, well, he's, he's a tough guy, right? And he's, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sweet. And I said, buddy, that's okay. You're, he doesn't like being called cute or any of those things either. He likes being called handsome because it's a manly term. But anyway, I shared that with her, and then what do I do? I said, well, you know what? That reminds me, this is our biggest focus. I say this, but I need to work on our, our business cards. I need to work on our, our uh, website presentation and, and our advertisement because of that. And as he, that's when she gave me the right hook and said, look, man, somebody gave your son a compliment. You should really absorb that compliment and think how grateful and thankful everything we've done, you've done to get to where you are instead of thinking about I need to do this as a better marketing scheme. I need, Not really a scheme. That's a horrible word, but marketing plan, if you will, on really emphasizing the manners, discipline, and respect, which we do anyway. But it was all about, man, it was the moment was there. I had it, but okay, it's done. It's over. I got to move forward. I got to move forward to the next best thing. or I got to make it even better, which is once again, folks, it's fine. And I'm saying this so I can hear it to constantly seek moving forward to become better and better in order to serve more and help out others. But every once in a while, I need to stop, take a breath, and realize and be grateful for the wonderful family I've got, my beautiful, wonderful wife, my absolutely amazingly wonderful kids, our business we've created, our businesses now, and what we're doing to help society become a happier, healthier, safer place to live. So I need this back up. So if you're fighting those battles that I'm fighting, and I, and I know that's that's out there. A lot of people are saying, my gosh, dude, slow down. Well, that's kind of my you know ADD, ADHD, hyperactive nature to just go, go, go. And never take a break. Excuse me. But I need to, wow. (laughs) I'm opening up here again, right? seems like this podcast has become more of a therapeutic session for me to say, golly, come on now. (laughs) But obviously my goal with sharing these things, which used to be embarrassing, used to be something I couldn't share, is all about helping you become your best. How about helping you realize that everybody's fighting these demons. I call them demons once again because it's like demons are pulling you down to the depths of hell, keeping you down, you know, beat you down, keep you down. No, we're going to fight back. And that's the whole thing about this podcast, the Kick in Life podcast, to get up and live your best kick in life. So um, the message, uh, wow, that was like 10, 15 minutes ago, that I I try and mention to the instructors all the time, and I kind of briefed you on this, talking about how the success mindset, success is at the service of others, not the expense of others, not trying to get that quick buck, not trying to get over on somebody for that little quick win. It's all about 
you know, building a legacy is something I talk about all the time. And I got that from Jim Rome, uh, my gosh. And if, if you guys, if you, it's not Jim Rome, the sports broadcaster. It's Jim Rome, Jim Rome, the sports broadcaster. It's Jim Rome. It's R-O-H-N. And he's one of, uh, he passed away a few years ago, but he's definitely one of my, um, well, mentors through his books and his audio recordings, just like Zig Ziglar. And I just so happen to be working in a mastermind group with Chris Widener, who <laughs> wrote, I don't know, I don't know how many different books with Jim Rome, which is amazing. And he also had a TV show with Zig Ziglar. So, wow, even though those two have passed on now, I've got their predecessor, so to speak, with Chris Widener. And uh, we've developed a pretty good friendship. Matter of fact, I just spoke with him yesterday, and we're going to have him on the podcast in the very, very near future. So that'll be great. Check out Chris Widener. He's got a dozen or so books out. Oh, man, great, great stuff. And I'm just honored and humbled and to to you know, be connected with him, people like Professor Beliso, uh, one of my other mentors, Kiyoshi Dave Kovar, Master Chip Towns, and there's so many greats out there that have always been there, but I just didn't know about because I was kind of almost restricted in my little bubble, if you will. I bring that up because I want you to get out there. Something I share with the instructors, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. You know, your your peer group. You're the you are the four, or you are a percentage of the four to five people that you surround yourself with the most. So if you surround yourself with people that don't have goals, don't have inspirations, don't have drive, don't want to do anything better, they're content and comfortable in their little bubble here, then, then, then that's fine. I'm not telling anybody how to live their life, but I'm telling you you're never going to get the best out of your life. And, uh, you know, set your standards high. You've heard me talk about this countless times. Set your standards high. Those that really need to be in your life will rise up to meet those standards. So put those babies up there. Set those standards high. And sometimes I set them too high, and I forget to take the <laughs> the benchmark steps to get up to them. So benchmark up, 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 and then look back. My gosh, I've climbed this ladder quite a ways. But I've got a ways to go, but be grateful for where you know how far you've come. But you can't be grateful for how far you've come if you haven't got outside that zone, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the message, once again, with the uh, instructors is all about integrity, Everything you do is about service-based integrity. You want to do your best. Don't look for it. And I tell you this because, man, I tell you what, 10, 15, 20 years ago, I, I would do that. I always look for it, and it was kind of the paradigm I was living with. You know, you've got to look out for yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else is going to take care of you. And if you don't, you know, try and get the very best for you, then you're just going to miss out. Now, I'm saying get the very best for you by learning, self-educating in order to serve others not for that quick little win because those quick little wins are never going to be enough. And what uh, I, my gosh, for years upon years through the bankruptcies and the house foreclosures and the uh, car repossessions and just being flat broke and, you know, really in a depressed state, but then battling back, it was all about once again, yes, I wanted to do a better job, but it was those little wins seeing if I could, I would never blatantly take advantage of anybody, but if an opportunity was there that maybe I thought would help me, I would take it. Now, I know you're saying, well, I thought you want to help yourself. I do. But once again, not at the expense of others. And that's the different mindset shift. I want to do what I can to help out others. I want to do what I can to serve others, not at the expense of others. So we've all probably done that before. We've all probably, you know, maybe fudged this number a little bit, maybe with, uh, or maybe thought, well, you know what, this isn't going to hurt a little bit. I can do this. No, don't, don't do those things. Because you're going to constantly be looking for those little bitty things, and those little bitty things aren't going to give you the value, the satisfaction, and the, the reward of being who you want to be. It's a mindset shift. 
people, you hear me talk about this all the time as well. What you plant is what you're going to call or what you're going to harvest, right? If you plant negativity, if you plant shortcuts, if you plant taking the easy way out, that's what you're going to harvest because that's going to be you. You're going to condition yourself to do that every single time. It's just going to happen without thought because that's what you planted. That's how you condition yourself. However, if you change that, and I'm telling you, I had a lot of those kind of shortcomings to begin with. So I have to continue digging up that you know bad seed, if you will, get down to the, the, the fertile ground and start planting the right seeds, which I've been doing for the past, you know, my whole life. I felt like I've been a pretty good person, but I took my share of shortcuts too. It's just something, I don't know, um, I didn't have anybody tell me differently. That doesn't mean I didn't know it was right or wrong. It's just that, eh, this isn't going to hurt. So there you go. So if you're struggling with those things, plant the right seeds. Don't take the shortcuts. Do the right thing. Catch yourself, and it's not going to be easy. You're still going to be tempted to do that. But the more and more you work on conditioning yourself and focus on being your very, very best, the more you focus on not taking those shortcuts, the more you focus on honor and integrity above all else, service, uh, success by service of helping others as opposed to the expense of others, man, trying to drive that message home. It's going to make you feel much, much better. So moving on with, um, and that's the big message I try and share with the instructors. They're in their 20s. Wow. So it's a tough time uh, for them with life and all the changes. But I tell you what, when they're at this studio, and this was last night, uh, Desi had told me this morning, Austin was teaching class. And we had a pretty busy night uh, in one of our class. We had 20, 21 beginners. And, and like eight of them were brand new beginners, never been there. Uh, I guess they've been there less than a week. And uh, he, 17 years old, was in total command of the class. And a couple of the parents had uh, had come up and said, we were just commenting on, uh, we, we thought Austin was, you know, 22 maybe, 23. We can't believe he's just 17 and in such dominant control of the class. Now, when I say dominant, it's not ruling with an iron fist. It's having fun with the kids. It's inspiring the kids. It's empowering the kids. It's making them feel good. But yet, he's controlling the class in a positive way where they're being respectful, they're following directions, and they're putting forth their best effort. And that's kind of the whole thing we emphasize at the academy. You do your best, you become your best. If you don't, you won't, right? The attitude to do your best and the effort to actually do it. And that's kind of the two biggest things, the criteria that we evaluate on. That's it. The attitude to do your best and the effort to actually do it. So if you can transfer that over to your life, and I, I say that so I can hear it too, I always have the attitude to do my best. And then the effort to actually do it, sometimes that's where it slips. Yes, I'm going to do this. I've got the attitude. I'm, yes, I'm motivated. I'm inspired. Then when it comes time to do it, that's when sometimes the, <laughs> the roadblock goes up. Well, maybe. You know, it's kind of like the night before. I'm going to the gym in the morning. I'm getting my butt up at 6 a.m. I'm going. The next morning you wake up or you try to wake up. It's cold outside. You're tired. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Boom. Okay, tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to get my rest in today, and tomorrow I'm going to do this thing. What happens tomorrow? Same thing, right? So you got to fight those fights, fight those battles, and start off slowly. And so maybe if you're used to sleeping in until 9 o'clock, 8.30, 8 o'clock, whatever it is, and you try and say, I'm going to get up at 5 or 6, boy, that's a, that's a huge, huge change. Take a little bit of progressive steps, especially now at the beginning of the year. Maybe you're used to sleeping until 8, try and get up at 7.30 and then seven, and then back it up that way. 
Once again, I say these things so I can hear them too because I fight these battles every single day. And here it's cold now, right, <laughs> especially here in the Midwest. I think the last few days the high has been 10. <laughs> so it's, you know, getting out of that bed and it's like, oh, man, I don't want to get out of this thing. It's warm and cozy and, you know, you want to you stay there and kind of go into hibernation mode, right? I get it. Same exact way. But back to the initial message here. It's your space. It's your place. This is your time. Value the time you have right now. And, and you know, this is another one. I, I probably pounded to death, but it means so much to me, and I need to remember it more. That's why I say it so much. The most sacred commodity on the planet is what? <clears throat> time. Time. You always can make more money, but you can never make more time. Now, I know it seems like we never have enough money, especially when it comes time to pay bills. Like, son of a gun, what the heck? <laughs> I don't have enough money again this month. How is that possible? You know, especially those days when I would, oh my goodness, talk about when I was a one-man band at the academy. And what I meant by that, it was I taught every class, I signed every parent up, I replied to every phone call, email, uh, evaluated individually every single student, and wow, wow, wow. It was a one-man band doing absolutely everything. So every time somebody want to buy something from the pro shop, kind of doing it all there. Now, that may sound glorious and, yes, man, I'm Superman, I can do it all, but uh, you can only do it for so long. I was like a dog chasing its tail. I'd catch my tail every once in a while, and then what do I do? Well, drop the tail, let's do it all over again. I was beginning to burn out, and by being a one-man band, uh, things were slipping all over the place. It just wasn't good. But I'd do that, and that was well, I was also teaching during the day. So I'd teach eight or nine classes, uh, PE classes during the day, and then go to the academy, teach another four or five classes, and deal with everything that we had to deal with with the business side, stay at the academy till 11 or 12 o'clock at night, go home, eat dinner while working at the computer till 2 o'clock in the morning, fall asleep at the computer, get up the next day at 6.30, 7 o'clock, and start it all over again. And here's what, uh, at the end of the month, when it come time to pay bills, I, was, I never had enough money to pay the bills. I'm like, how is that possible? I'm literally working 100 and something hours a week. Out of the 168 hours in the week, I don't know who my kids are. I haven't seen them in days. My wife, you know, a kiss in the morning, kiss goodbye, and and that's it. That was not living life. And the worst part was, like I said, I couldn't pay the bills. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> it's simply because I was the one-man band thing that only works so long. And you, you, those that follow me, you know, in 2004, or 2012, I quit my teaching job and really focused 1,000% on the business. And then my wife quit her uh, job as a nurse in 2014 and has taken over all administrative duties. And man, oh man, uh, the business has really grown exponentially since then. We've got 10 employees now and we're moving in the right direction and really empowering and inspiring, I mean, thousands upon thousands. And our goal is millions upon millions of lives to, to make our society a better place to live. So, Wow, we have covered a lot here, folks, as we do on every single episode. And and once again, uh, yeah, my ADD, ADHD, all those other Ds kick in a little bit, so I'm all over the place. Um, but I really, truly mean from the bottom of my heart, I'm going to continue doing as much research as I can. I'm going to continue, you know, Professor Beliso had mentioned he'd like to be on every single show and, and have his segment there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, bless you, sir. God bless you because that is so wonderful. I'm so grateful for that because he's got some wonderful content to share with us all the time. And I'm going to continue to get the best guest on here and continue to do as much reading and research as I can to present the best material. But most importantly, I'm going to continue to you know pull those layers back and let you know I'm a human being too. 
Let you know that I've battled with anxiety and depression. Let you know how I overcome those. Let you know that I'm a father and a husband, and I struggle with uh, <laughs> those uh, mental demons as well because I want to be as genuine and as true as I can to you because that's how I want to connect with you. I want you to know that I'm a human being too, that I fight some of the same battles and fights that you fight. Yeah, they might be a little different as far as what I'm fighting with my business, but it definitely can relate with what you do at work or what you do with your kids, what you do with your family. So I want to do that because I truly want to connect, I mean, really from the bottom of my heart, because I want to help you in every possible way that I can. And I also want you to share this with somebody else that could benefit. Share this podcast. If you got value out of it, Share it with somebody else to continue building that tribe. And the biggest reason for that, as our tribe grows, there are going to be more happier, healthier, safer people on on the planet. There's going to be more people that smile a little bit more, knowing they've got some inspiration, some motivation. They've got that kicking life guru guy kicking them in the tail by being genuine, saying, yes, that's good, but you can do better. Enjoy what you got. Enjoy what you got. Love what you got. But then let's move forward and do something better, right? Get outside that box so you can live your best life. So you have no regrets when you look back. And I say the regrets, my biggest regret right now that I have is not spending enough time with my kids. Now, I realize I'm out there. <laughs> I'm out there. Most of my listeners, it, you, you, it, it, maybe I need to give you a kick to do a little bit more. And others that are, are out there like I am, I need to give us a kick to, hey, back down a little bit, slow down a little bit, and enjoy what you've got with your family. Because right now my biggest regret is I think about it all the time, uh, and I, I've shared this countless times, is when I was really, really trying to grow the business, which I still am, um, but I'm trying to remember the past when Austin would come in. He was five or six years old. Hey, Dad, can we play? I'm like, hey, in a minute, buddy. In a minute, buddy. He'd come back. Hey, Dad, has it been a minute yet? Oh, no, uh, man, I'm sorry, little buddy. Let me finish this right here. He'd come back. Hey, Dad, has it been a minute yet? And you see where this is going. And that haunts me. It really, really does. Now, you would think, well, come on, Rich, you fool, kicking life guru. <laughs> Are you doing the same thing again with Emmett? And to a degree, yeah. But I let those play. Now, I know it said the past is depressing to live in the future, or not live in the future, live in the present. But that past, if I dwell on it too long, yeah, I go, man, I should have done a better job. Yeah, I should have done this. Yeah, I should have done that. No, it was like, hey, don't do this with Emmett. Be better. So anyway, listeners. As I mentioned, that's the whole goal of sharing my mistakes, sharing my goof-ups. So if you're making the same mistakes or you have made the same mistakes or maybe, you know, um, this podcast started talking about actually making mistakes, right? But making mistakes to become better. Yeah. But learning from the mistakes you've made in the past. I know. Kind of circular, right? Bing, bang, boom. That's how it is. That's life, right? But I want to help you. I want you to help others. And once again, when you inspire somebody else, when you turn them on to something that's really connected with you and it connects with them, they come back and say, wow, thank you for sharing that. Man, that really, I needed that today. That's, that's the greatest gift. And that's success through helping others, right? Success through service. Folks, folks, folks. Woo, man, oh, man. I've got another two pages of notes that I didn't get to today. Holy shnikes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I guess I got to do the thing where, where can you find us, right? Where can you find us? Well, here we go. You ready for this one? Uh, you can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. 
You like that? <laughs> I remember when I was first trying to learn that script, I'd goof it up every single time. We had to do take after take before I got that thing right. But uh, anyway, seriously, that's where you can find us. So share the message. Of course, our podcasts are on uh, kickinlifepodcast.com. Go there. Follow me on Facebook. Kicking Life Guru, Master Rich Grogan, where, uh, man, that page continues to grow. Every day it starts off with inspiration, motivation, something positive, something that you can connect and resonate with, and something to give you that kick in the, kick in the tail you may need to help you live your best kick in life. Uh, Professor Beliso, golly, thank you very much, sir, for all your insight, wisdom. I'm so grateful for our friendship. I'm so grateful for all the knowledge and everything you're doing to help this uh podcast continue to grow help our world become a happier healthier and safer place to live and folks out there my gosh time is the most sacred commodity the fact that you just spent 45 minutes with me that touches my heart it really really does and it means the world to me it really does and it's also that driving force to keep me doing what i'm doing knowing that i'm making an impact knowing that i'm connecting with an audience knowing that man that 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 i'm making a difference but i can't do it alone all of us have to collectively work together in order to help Help things become better because truly we want our kids maybe to live in a little better world than it is right now, right? We want our kids to live in a world where we can, they can be, I don't know, more confident, stand up for what is right, believe in making good choices, believe in having good manners and discipline and respect, saying please, saying thank you, making eye contact, putting their doggone phone away when they're talking, putting the phones away when we're out at dinner, right? Yeah. Connecting with one another. Is it impossible? Well, the, the, the can or the lid's definitely off the can, right? <laughs> it's tough because it's out there, right? Everybody's doing it. Yeah, go to a restaurant sometime and sit down and look around the tables. And uh, I gather to say that 80%, 90% of families that are out to eat, you know, family time, every single one of them are on a device. It's not good. If you're guilty of doing that, think about it. Man, this is family time. Put those darn devices away. I tell you that because we have a no-device rule. When we go out to a restaurant, go out to eat with the family, it's pretty awesome. Now, doesn't mean that was always like that. No, I'd tell the kids, hey, put your dang phone away and uh, pay attention. We're going to have a family night. And I would get buzzed with a tweet or a text or an email, and I would pick it up and start. And uh, they would say, well, how come Dad gets to be on his phone? And I'm like, well, this is business. This is work. This is something different. This is paying for this meal, right? <laughs> what a hypocrite. I and I'm like, oh, my gosh, the kids who are playing their games or texting their friends, that's work to them because that's their life. And that was work to me. So, boom, the darn phones. Matter of fact, most of them stay in the car now. Yeah. There's no way to get the phone out because it's in the car. So we actually have family conversations. The other day we were out, uh, where the heck did we go? Steak and Shake. <laughs> and uh, uh, we started playing Hangman. Hangman. We didn't have any devices, so we're playing Hangman and Tic-Tac-Toe and uh, all kinds of other with crayon and paper. Now, think about that, folks. Yeah. The waiter's like, what the heck is this family doing? These guys are from another planet. Don't you guys have phones? (laughs) But no, we're playing Hangman and having a good time, being goofy, and we enjoyed it. it It was like a blast of the past. So there it is. Play some Hangman with your kids. Yeah. You know, come to think of that, I played Electronic Battleship and Monopoly over the Christmas break with the, the kids, and it was good. It was real good because I was, like this podcast is all about, being in the moment, right here, right now. It's your space. It's your place. This time is all we have. Count that gift. 
man, I'd forgot about that. I don't have that in my notes, but it was just something got to talking about, you know, uh, putting the devices away, living in the moment, and see what happens. All those thoughts start popping up. So when's the last time you played Hangman with your kids? When's the last time you um, played Battleship? An electronic Battleship's pretty darn cool, i got to tell you, right? Yeah. Anyway. All right, folks. Golly. I love you. I truly do from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so very much for giving me a platform to speak, to being a great audience, for continuing to make this podcast grow. And like I said, the reason I want it to grow, you know, not for monetary reasons. No. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, my goal is, yeah, I want to make as much as I can because I'm going to give as much as I can to charity. I'm going to make a public declaration here. My goal this year, everybody ready for this, to give $25,000 or more to charity. Wow. Wow. Is that a lofty goal? Yeah. I mean, I got to get my butt in gear as far as <laughs> getting some more income in to make the, to hit that goal. But that's my goal. And obviously, think about that. How much good will that do helping out that many people? Man, oh, man. And I tell you that because, well, last year I think we gave just, you know, I'm throwing it out there, baby, a little over ten grand. That's, that's a ton. And I'm happy as heck about that. But I want to give even more because I know that ten grand helps so many people that, you know, wouldn't have helped before. That's the thing. I know people talking. I know I spoke with Professor Beliso uh, earlier, and uh, next week's message is going to be on uh, is money the root of all evil? Because sometimes people think, oh, you can't talk about money. Money's bad. You shouldn't want money. You shouldn't want this. You shouldn't want that. And Zig Ziglar says, well, you know, um, yeah, money isn't everything, but it's right up there with breathing because money is what pays the bills. Money is what helps out others. Money is what helps out third world countries. Money is what helps out the homeless. Money is what helps out kids uh, at St. Jude's Children's Miracle Network, helping kids battle through cancer, right? You got to have money in order to go around. It's just when you put money on a pedestal and it's the, the God for you, that's when it becomes the root of all evil. As a matter of fact, the Bible, it says money is a root of all evil, not the root of all evil. But you know what else is uh, the root of all evil or a root of all evil? Gambling, alcohol, sex addiction, addiction, <laughs> addiction, right? You know, all, all those different things, that's a root of all evil. Anything you put above God, so to speak, that becomes your God, that's a root to all evil. Not money. It's, it's a root if you put it up there. So that's a whole nother podcast. As a matter of fact, I, th- I think we're going to do it next week. We're going to talk about that very, very topic. But I just wanted to share that with you from the heart, what I'm shooting for, what I want to do. And uh, we continue to grow this podcast. You know, and heck, if, if I've inspired you to give a little bit more to charity, bang, that's more people that are going to be helped, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole essence of this. Living your best kick in life, achieving success out of the service of helping others. All right, folks. Thank you so very, very much, truly, from the bottom of my heart. I can't thank you enough for listening. I can't thank you enough for sharing. I can't thank you enough for your positive comments, feedback, suggestions. And uh, until we talk again, and I mean this, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Have a blessed day, and I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon.
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.